Hello, my mystic sisters, my fellow creative and multi-passionate souls. It's your host here, Jessica Mystic, and this is the show where I'm going to teach you how to make the most of your life and business through mindful magic and developing cash habits that help you manifest more money. That's right, calling in the cosmic cash as you learn to curate your creativity, your creativity, your creativity. It sounded strange. Creativity and chaos that swirls around your crazy as fuck brain and consumes your daily life. Now, I'm most definitely weird, wild, wacky as fuck, and a starseed soul sister that's going to sit here and cheer you on no matter what. I love you as you are. I love you where you're at. But I still want to show you what's truly possible and put that hype back into your hyperfixations. I want to help you manage your crazy, beautiful brain so you can go from feeling unstable to unstoppable. Now, how do we do that? Well, we all know I'm not a basic bitch, beauty boss, business coach going to sit here telling you all the hippie dippy woo woo. I mean, I love some good crystals and shit. But these rituals for a rich life, these rituals for rich life episodes are guaranteed to get you started and get you in the right like headspace and intention setting. And so you can literally apply this and replay and re-listen and re-share with your friends, family, and business besties because this is the root foundation that's going to set you up in all that you do. No matter what it is you do this year, if you are doing these consistent rituals and doing these check back-ins, or checking in back with this stuff, you are going to get ahead further. It's going to be more successful for you. You're going to become that next level version of yourself a lot faster. If you're tired of the boring business coaching bullshit out there and the mindset woo that doesn't really work and just leaves you feeling even more lost in outer space, well, my mystic sister, you have finally landed in the right place. Welcome to the Sorority with Jessica Mystic, the podcast where we ditch the brain shame and learn how to manage that creative, multi-passionate, magnificent mind of yours. That's right. I'm going to help you cash in on your creativity and chaos through mindfulness and creating cash habits that work while building the most beautiful and abundant life for yourself. With weekly integration activities and my proven manifestation methods, we are going to help you go from feeling unstable to becoming unstoppable in your life and business. I am so grateful to have you here, Sistar. In this community, we are going to rise and shine together. On that note, let's go make some magic. So I want to talk a little bit about AI because everyone's talking about AI, but the kind of AI I'm talking about is not artificial intelligence. This is not this is not a bot that's going to give you a quick fix and a quick cheat and a shortcut to get there. This is going to make it take less time for you to manifest what you desire. But like a fucking robot brain isn't going to do that for you. What the kind of AI that I'm talking about right now is actionable intention. So we've really dove into like intention setting and the intention of your desires, the intention of your beliefs, the intentions of action. But if you're not taking actionable intention, which means actually integrating the shit that you're doing, you're not going to fucking get anywhere. Sitting there and making a wish is wonderful. I love wishes do come true, but nothing happens if you don't make it happen. So most people, when they wish upon a star, it's because they've opened their mind to something they truly desire. And they're wishing so heartfelt that they can feel how badly they want that wish to come through. That's what we were channeling in the earlier episodes, right? You're channeling that. But if you don't make one move today to make that wish come true, it ain't going to fucking happen for you. Like I've been through some dark shit in my life. I have some stories to tell, which we're all going to unfold and wrap through, I'm sure, many episodes of this podcast. But throughout my life and everything that I've been through and the shit that I've put myself through, <laughs> like some of these situations, we are the creators of our own life. So even all the shit that I went through, I'm the one to blame. Like I could have I could have gotten out of these situations a lot sooner, but I didn't. 
And in the end, we do get to this state of helplessness often where we just feel so buried. We just want someone to fucking save us. We just want someone to help us, someone to take care of us, someone to save us. But you know what? I'm going to break some news to you right now. And it might not be what you want to hear, especially starting a new year, but no one's coming to save you. Let that sit and sink in for a minute. You can sit there and hope and wish for things to get better, but nothing's going to fucking change if you don't choose to save yourself. If you don't make the decision right now to save yourself, to have your own AI, that actionable intention behind manifesting what it is you actually desire, none of those wishes are going to come true. So be your own fairy godmother and let's make some fucking shit happen. Okay, let's wave your wand and let's make some fucking magic. See, even when you wave a wand, there's an action involved. You can't just make a way. You want to cast a spell? You got to say the words. You got to wave a wand. You got to get the ingredients. You, there's, you have to have action set with these intentions in order to manifest. It doesn't just magically happen if you don't make those moves. Now, those moves can be physical. They can be mental. They can be spiritual. There's still action taking place. Now... <laughs> This is the last of our three-part series, the Rituals for a Rich Life. And I want you to remember that even though you're listening to this today, these are designed where you can go back and re-listen and replay and remind yourself. Because every time you listen to these episodes, you're it's going to hit different. Every level you are in your life, there's going to be something that's been said just like anything. Like I hire coaches to tell me the same shit that my husband or my mom may have said to me, but it's in a different way. It hits differently. It comes from different experience. Dif the same words can be used to describe different situations. So things hit different depending where you are. Look at like a tarot card deck. The cards are all the same in the deck, but when you pull them out and they're in a certain order or in a certain place in your life, they're read differently. Okay. And then what you do with that information, that's your actionable intention. What you do with that information and what decisions you choose to make or what you choose to believe in that moment is going to set up what's coming for you next. Now, I I really know with this whole season of spending that's taken place, this is dropping, it's been it's the new year, we just got through Christmas and the holidays, and it was a season of spending. Like October through January is like your season of spending, right? Everyone's spending back to school, we're spending for Christmas shopping, we're spending money on ourselves, it's been a hard year, we want to treat ourselves, and there's this whole like renewal that comes to place. So in January, that's why there's a lull, isn't it? I can't remember what date it is right now, I should have wrote it on a post-it note. January 23rd or something like that. It's, I, I don't know if it's the 19th, 21st, or 23rd. I feel like it's one of those dates. And if I'm totally wrong, you can fucking laugh at me. In fact, <laughs> why don't you drop it in the comments? If you're watching on YouTube, drop it in the comments or even in the show notes. If like you can click the link in my show notes. And if you want to like hit me up on Instagram or shoot me a DM, prove me wrong, fucking have at her. Have at her. I would like to know what date it is. But one of the days in January is like the date of like the most depressing day of the year and it's usually because everyone's going through that lack they've they've gone through the, the holiday season is over so those are kind of coming off the holiday high the holiday rush people are missing family or people are coming down or being with family or maybe you don't really have a lot of family and people are kind of struggling with the loneliness um people are feeling broke they're feeling scared Everyone's setting their New Year's intentions and three weeks into it, they realize how fucking hard it is to stick to their new routine or they're feeling really shitty because they ate too much food and they're feeling like they've gained weight. Like there's all these things that go on our mind that we start regretting and reliving and going down the rabbit hole because 
holy shit, it's a whole new year. And then we kind of check back into where we are in reality. And we have this like huge disappointment and self-doubt spiral that takes place. So I want you to remind yourself that a mindset reset is necessary more often than just in the beginning of the new year. Okay. It's that fresh energy that you start with. Like we come off the winter solstice, kind of burning down our past year in like this sort of mental Yule fire. We're like, fuck it all. We're coming out fresh. And then we're like, oh shit, where are we at? We need to have mental check-ins and you need to be okay with not being okay sometimes. We hear it all the time. Be okay. It's okay to not be okay. But, it, but we don't feel that way. We don't feel that way. We feel fucked up when we don't feel okay. But I need you to just be okay with being fucked up sometimes and not be afraid to fuck around and find out what else is going to work for you. And routines take time. Routines take time. So the ritual and routines I want you to put into place right now is having a ritual where you check in with yourself. Literally, we're going to talk about... Literally, I said that like a high school girl. (laughs) We are going to talk about the ritual of, I want to call it something fancy, but I don't have a fancy word for it. Literally, it's like literally, 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 you're going to schedule your shit. I want you to get in the habit of making a ritual of scheduling your shit. I want you to schedule your days. I want you to schedule what's important to you. I want you to schedule your mental staff meetings. I want you to schedule self-care days. I want you to schedule everything. If it's not in your fucking calendar, it's not fucking happening. True story. I'm guilty of it. Even like phoning a friend, schedule it because we squirrel so easily. You know, my my friend Tiffany, she calls it shiny object syndrome, but it's so true. It's so true. It's like, oh, bing over here. And it's very easy to forget someone's birthday. Like how often if Facebook doesn't remind you or your Google calendar, it's someone's birthday. I can't be the only one that fucking forgets that shit. You're just like, oh my God, I didn't wish them happy birthday. Like it's the worst. We are chronically late for things because we get distracted or trying to fit in or finish up something else because we're multitasking all of the time. And then we're like, oh my gosh, but now this dropped. So you need to be on the ball and holding yourself accountable. You need to stop trying to fix yourself or say, I'm going to stop doing this. If that's how your brain works, if you just get distracted and you get excited, you're going to. You're multi-passionate. You're creative. You're constantly being inspired and pulled all these different directions, getting excited about a thought and going off on a tangent. It's who you are. And that's all right. But you need to have reminders. So things that you can do. I like to have a ritual where I literally schedule my energy for the week. So I have like focuses in my day and I have a rich, I have alarms. So my ritual is when I drop the kids off, I look at my calendar and what I have scheduled. And then I tell Siri to set alarms for half hour, an hour before that next thing so that I'm constantly being reminded something is coming. So you have to have some sort of way of managing yourself. You need, you need that like Figuratively, I talked to my husband about this and he's like, you need like that person, like a Janice that sits at the desk and then comes in and knocks on the door and says, so-and-so is here or you have a meeting in 15. Like we need that. We need that. We need that in our lives. And not all of us have like a Janice and like one of those offices and the devil wears Prada and like, you know, someone to do all that for us. And that's fine. But we have a different form of AI where you can now have something schedule things for you. I mean, I haven't done that. I am still a control freak and I, I do manage my own calendar, but I want you to schedule stuff. Even if it's like hour blocks, like things you want to get done in that day. If you're prioritizing your day, open your Google calendar app, 
click and make yourself 30 minute or one hour slots like emails, checking chats, like the DMs, like any basic task that you need to get done. And that's important for that day. Go put it in your calendar because then you're physically going to see you only have so much time in a day. We can make lists, but lists don't mean shit. And those lists are longer than what's going to get done in a day. So make a ritual of scheduling shit in your calendar, not just throughout the week and throughout the month, but every morning schedule shit for the day. So you can see where you have those spots and those blank spots. And there's going to be stuff you don't get done because we have a habit of putting everything in back to back to back to back. But you know what? We have to pee. We have to eat. We might have to go run around. Things are going to come up. You might get a phone call. Things might happen, but you can just move those things. You can move those things over, but it gives you more of a tactile sense of what's happening because most of us have so much going on in our minds that we aren't anchored into the physical world. So when you can physically punch it in on your phone and then use your finger to move things over that aren't working for you, you're getting out of your head and you're taking action to make more action. And this actually is more productive than just This is more productive than just making manic lists because lists are a form of procrastination. And if you just go put it in your calendar, you see how much time you have, time's ticking and you go. And you go. And if you have gaps, if you're multi-passionate and you have gaps, you're going to find other fucking things to do in that gap. And then you're going to fuck yourself because now you're doing something that wasn't planned for that day. And then you got down a rabbit hole and now you've wasted all the time and nothing got done. And then you're going to hate yourself for it. And so the spiral begins again. So this ritual is just accountability. It's accountability and your AI, your actionable intention that's holding you accountable. So you really need to take small actions to keep the intention and integrity of the promise you're making yourself for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year. Now, I want to get a little bit deeper here into what your resistance is to actually showing up and why you are late for these things you're scheduling because we can often put things in our calendar and then we don't show up for them or running late prime example i'm gonna get i'm gonna be super fucking honest here because i we have to be honest with where we're at and where we're flawed and what we're working through and right now i went and scheduled myself because i wasn't holding myself accountable for my fitness and i was my body dysmorphia was getting really bad again and I was feeling really shitty about myself and I thought you know what nothing's going to change if I don't make change so I went and I scheduled myself all my yoga sessions for the month now granted a few of those sessions didn't work out things came up and it was too much to cram in and I was end up feeling more stressed about going other times I had to push through and force myself to go but I noticed that several times this month I scheduled them I wasn't in my routine yet but I was trying to fit stuff in before going to yoga. Even though I knew yoga's coming up, I left myself an hour beforehand to make sure I had time to get changed, get in the car, get my mat, and go to yoga. But what did I do? I had an hour before yoga, so I tried to fit in answering some emails or doing other side tasks, and then I'd end up working. And the alarm would go off, and then I'd stop it instead of hitting snooze. And then I got stuck on my computer in one of the many zillion tabs I have open, And then it would be like five minutes to yoga and it takes me five minutes to get there. Plus I had to get changed. And then I would say in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make it. And it's almost like I deliberately fit stuff in because I almost didn't want to go because I wasn't in the habit of going. And then I had that emotional overwhelm and that like that almost that like, you know, when you get into that overwhelm and you don't know what to do, that executive dysfunction where I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, do I just cancel it or do I just go? Because I could go and get there just in time or maybe five minutes late or I could just cancel it. 
And I realized it was really like this battle of, am I self-sabotaging right now? Am I intentionally trying to be late so that I'll talk myself out of going so I don't go and just remain in this like hating myself for not going? Or do I just fucking go even if I'm going to be late, even if I'm going to make a fool of myself walking in there when everyone else is ready? And that feeling sucks. But I forced myself to show up and I felt like a fucking tool walking in there late three times this last month when I fucking knew better and I knew subconsciously what I was doing, but I kept doing it. I kept doing it. And I realized there's in yoga, there's moments where I I never regret going, but there were moments where I just, I hated how stiff I felt, especially this time of year. I really struggle. I hate how stiff I am. And I start hating how, how, I've let myself get this bad. I should have kept up with it. Now it's even harder. And like, I get in this state of like, I don't want to go because it makes me realize how incapable I am right now. And I don't like feeling that way. But again, I'm never going to not feel that way if I keep not going. (laughs) So I made myself go and I made myself show up. And I, I, you know, I, it was embarrassing to walk in late. And twice I forgot my fucking mat because I was in such a panic to get there. Thankfully, they had some I could borrow. But I hate feeling that way. Like, I bought an expensive mat. You know, when my daughter was born, that was like a reward for when I was going up. Like, if I go this many times a week, I'll buy a mat. And I did. So that mat is a reminder that I was going consistently. I am capable of doing these things. And if I could do it postpartum, I sure as fuck can do it now. So I want you to kind of take note when you're scheduling yourself things or you're running late for things. I want you to take a moment to reflect on why is that happening? And it's not just because things are happening to you. Life happens. Kids get sick. You get a phone call. There's an emergency appointment. But when these things keep happening, it's because you're lacking the self-discipline and the ritual of scheduling your own shit. You're lacking your own AI to manage your ability to schedule. If you don't have actionable intentions to go in and schedule that shit and make it happen, it's not going to happen. Right? So I'd love to know where you're at with this. I would love to know how often we quickly blame like our brains, especially if you are diagnosed ADHD. It is common trait that you're late for things and we forget things and things are dropped and I understand that. I'm not shaming that. There's no brain shame here. But there is on a deeper level a reason why it's happening. Because when we're hyper fixated on something and we want to make something happen, we fucking do it. Like I used to be with my military background. My dad was in the military and he always said, if you're five minutes early, you're five minutes late. So for a lot of years, I would make sure I was 45 minutes to a half hour early for everything, which ended up making me an hour early because I'm also an overachiever and a perfectionist. So I would double everything. And this translated throughout college. I would double up on projects, pick the best one to hand in. I would double up on time. So in my schedule, I had even less time because one small task would take me two to three times longer because I would have to plan to prepare to get ready to be there double the time ahead of time to do the thing. And now it would take me all day to do two things instead of being able to actually push through and get the three main things I need done and anything else in between. So you need to look at the habits and like what you've been told, what you've been taught. And maybe you're just fitting too much in. Maybe you're just late because you're so fixated on having to do all the things in a day that it's not fucking possible for you. 
Like you need to get real. You need a fucking reality check. If you are one person in a human body, in a human existence right now, you're not meant to do it all in a fucking day. You know, if you're struggling to work out and get to yoga, be happy you've gone once a week. And if you can't get to class, if your kids aren't sleeping and you aren't able to get there at 6 a.m. or you're not able to go at the end of the night after, like, whatever. If it doesn't work, find something else to do. You can still move your body in a different way. It's just like going to the gym. All these New Year's resolutions. Everywhere. You see all the workout shit on sale right now. Like, that's the big promo, right? Organizational supplies and workout stuff. So... I resist going to the gym because I don't know how to lift weights and I feel stupid. I resist going to the gym because I am very loud, audible, curse, and I'm honestly afraid to offend people. I'll get there. I'll get there. But my thing is I also really resent just counting. <laughs> like, like how many reps? How many? Like I like workouts that involve movement and fun. That's why I liked pull fitness. That's what I like, why I liked aerials. That's why I like dancing. I mean, my stamina is shit because I don't do it enough, but I like I like exercise disguised as fun, right? So when you start disguising things that you're resisting and doing as like a fun or a challenge, it becomes more exciting. Just like with children, when they're resisting listening to you, like they don't want to get ready for school. And then you're like, let's see who can get dressed the fastest. Well, fuck, then they're both giving her and they're competing and they go do the damn thing. You have to look at how you're viewing something because how... Your resistance is how is the story you're telling yourself about it. Another prime example is this Christmas, we went to the Polar Express and we took the train to the North Pole. <laughs> the Polar Express, we went on this Polar Express when my daughter was like, she was pretty new. I want to say she was 18 months old. Like, I can't totally recall how many months old she was. I think she was 18 months old. So we did this Polar Express and the experience, it was a fucking nightmare. I'm going to be truly honest with you. It was horrible. I hadn't been sleeping for months. I was in like deep into my postpartum depression. I was super anxious. My husband had an anxiety attack and he had a meltdown. I was really sick. It was a horrible time. Like it was literally straight up survival mode. Like when the fuck can we get home? We were supposed to even go for dinner with the family in the morning and we didn't. Like we didn't sleep all night and we ended up just leaving and driving home because we're just like, fuck it. We can't do this. We can't do it. My daughter was having a horrible time. I remember sitting on the train and I didn't really remember much of what was going on other than oh, when is it done? When is it done? Please don't shit myself. Like it was horrible because I have I had horrible digestive issues and it was awful. It was absolutely awful. And I was still going through like the whole, I was still coming to terms with the fact that I even had cancer removed because when four, four, four months postpartum, I had a cancerous appendix removed and I was going through all of that trauma and shock. And there was a lot, a lot going on. So needless to say, all of this was happening and it was just like this massive blur. Now we just went on the, hol the holiday train or sorry, the Polar Express last weekend with the kids and there are five and three now. And it was the most magical experience. I was so excited to take them. They were so good going up there. And we had so much fun there. There was hot chocolate and dancing. And we sang all the carols. And Santa came on the train. And it was the best time ever. And what's so crazy is you take we've gone twice. But these two experiences were very different. And this time when we went, the first time we went, we were really struggling. We didn't have any money. I just 
realized I was like struggling, trying to like tattoo postpartum. I went back to work seven weeks postpartum. I had this whole cancer thing and I was trying to run my shop solo and have a new baby and deal with all this stuff. Like there was so much going on. I could not appreciate anything in life. Other, I was struggling with that guilt because I just had a baby and I wasn't appreciating everything in life because I was so depressed and so stressed. And this time, this time was so amazing. I went there. I felt like a baller. Like my kids wanted shit and I spoiled the fuck out of them. I bought them whatever they wanted. We bought treats. We they ate candy on the way up there. And I don't give them a lot of like sugary candy because they turn into little mini psychopaths. But we let them have candy on the drive. We let them have the best time. I bought them all the things. And then I bought a bunch of swag on the way home because it might be the last time we do the holiday train as my daughter gets older. So I don't know. It was amazing. It was absolutely fantastic. But it's a really good point. The reason I'm telling you this story is so you can understand how you're limiting yourself from so many incredible experiences just because you're stuck in a certain frame of mind. There's no shame in being stuck there. It's just working through it. There was a lot I had to work through to get to where I am now, even to do this podcast and to record this stuff for you guys. Like I was going in a mental spiral because there's going to be people all over the world that are going to be listening to this. You guys, I'm, I want you in on this community. I want you to be here and be a part of it. And I know how scary it is to be seen and heard when you're always so used to being judged and being weird and you spend your whole life trying to fit in. And here I am just like, whatever, just going to show the fuck up as I am. But it's scary. It's scary to do those things. And it's scary. It's scary to make change, especially when you feel like you're so shitty at it to start. Like, you know, some of my recordings were so echoey. And then I went and put up some foam. You'll see it. If you're on YouTube, you'll see it. But like my nice purple and yellow panels. And I'm slowly filling this empty room. Who starts a podcast in an empty room as a studio? Like, obviously, it's going to echo. I did because we're just fucking doing the thing. So I really want you to anchor in to taking responsibility and actionable intention to get from feeling so fucked up. Like I felt last time we went on that train, I felt like my life was a dumpster fire and I didn't know how I was going to navigate it, but I knew that I had to make change and I had to keep going. I went to therapy. I did the work. You know, I, I ended up changing my tattoo schedule. I ended up leaving tattooing and then I ended up focusing on the beauty industry. And then I built my skills in paramedical and I focused on paramedical tattooing. And then I went in new locations. I went and worked in a clinic and then I outgrew the clinic and I worked in a med spa and then I outgrew that and I opened my own fucking school. And now I've got my own curriculums and my own students and my own staff. And I have all of this has evolved. And now we have a YouTube channel and a podcast. And if it, I didn't have the actual intention to just make one small step a day, I knew I couldn't conquer it all at once. In fact, the idea of all the things I want to do would cripple me. And I felt completely incapable, just like I do every time I show up at yoga. My flexibility. I mean, I have some flexibility, but like it might, I just, I can't get out of it. I get stuck. But I want to do the splits. So I'm putting that out there. I want to do the splits one day. And you know what? You can too. You can do whatever you put your fucking crazy ass mind to because you are multi-passionate. You can make so many different things happen. And you can bounce back and forth, but I want you to put your focus on what is bringing you joy right now and what is making you one step closer to where you want to be by the end of this year. Much love, many blessings, and until next time. 
If you love this podcast, be sure to follow, rate, or even give our sorority a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, you can even subscribe to the YouTube channel. Better yet, share this episode with your BFF or another business bestie. Not only will you put a huge smile on my face and fill my soul with pure joy, but you're also going to help show others that there's real value here for them too. Not to mention help build our community. Much love, many blessings, and shine on, sister.